So this weekend marked the 55th anniversary of the new Democratic Party, and I thought, who better to talk with about that than Andrew Horvath, leader of Ontario's NDP. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks very much, Mark. I'm thrilled to be here. And happy Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for this weekend? Uh, You know what? I'm thankful for 55 years of the NDP and still going strong. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that. So... 55 years ago, the NDP was created. When was When's the actual date? I know you're celebrating this weekend, but is there a specific date that is the anniversary? Uh, well, I, I think on this weekend, uh, 55 years ago, was the convention that established the party, which uh, is why it's, it's this weekend. Outstanding. Now, tell me, uh, you, I'm sure, weren't uh, active at that time, perhaps, because you're far too young. But uh, <laughs> I actually wasn't born yet, but uh, close. <laughs> Tell me, what was it that, uh, why was the NDP created? What brought people together at that convention to form a new party? Uh, well, there were a couple of different forces that uh, came together at the time. Uh, it was uh, There was a political party at the time called the Canadian Commonwealth Federation, which was largely uh, um, a kind of a prairie-based, uh, meaning the prairies in Western Canada, uh, uh, you know, f- uh, farming community, uh, you know, group of folks who were led by largely um, kind of um, uh, creatures uh, from the area uh, who, uh, uh, who were doing great work on, uh, you know, social justice issues uh, from a kind of a Christian perspective, if you will. Uh, and then they joined forces with other folks who were seeking justice, but um, in the workplace as opposed to on uh, social issues, and, and they were uh, the labor movement. And so the labor movement and, uh, and the Canadian Commonwealth Federation, the CCF, uh, joined forces to create the NDP. Now, the NDP- you know what? It's the party that brought you, you know, uh, universal health care in the in the country, and it's the party that brought you the weekend. The <laughs> weekend, like, you know, uh, the five day work week. Ah, it was pretty hard to argue with the five day work week. Thank you very much for that. Although, <laughs> very unfortunately, we're going in the opposite direction these days. And <laughs> folks don't even have full time work. Never mind a five day work week. Uh, tell me about it. I'm working on a Sunday, Thanksgiving Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Now the the NDP is unique today in that it's I think the only of the three major. Well, it is the only of the three major parties that's kind of unified in that there. If you belong to the NDP, you hold an NDP membership, you're a member of the NDP, and that works federally and provincially. It's just one organization compared to the Liberals, Conservatives. They have two. You've got two membership cards. If you, some people belong only to the provincial or the federal party. Was the NDP always like that? Uh, I, I don't know that we were always like that, but certainly administratively, it made a lot of sense, and uh, and what uh, it helps us to kind of. Uh, track our membership, and it helps us to uh, uh, to make it easier for the for the members. Frankly, so you when you hold a, a provincial uh, membership, you're automatically a member of the the federal uh, NDP, and um, and and that it's it just um, it, it it just works for us. Having said that, uh, when it comes to you know the ongoing day to day work uh, of the Ontario NDP and the, the federal NDP, for example, um, you know we we stay in touch you know regularly. Uh, uh, particularly to kind of make sure that uh, there's nothing that happens that uh, takes somebody aback and that we're not, you know, we're not aware of. So we're we're, we're working in, in, I guess, in cooperation quite a bit. Um, but uh, well, we do have totally independent structures, and when it comes to our political work in the province and in the in the, the federal realm. I guess that makes sense. So there's two party structures at provincial and federal level uh, throughout across the provinces, but the the membership is unified. Absolutely. Yeah. So in 55 years, what would you say, how has the party changed and evolved over that time? 
Well, I mean, it, it's interesting. I mean, I think that the uh, the party over the years has uh, has moved to try to, especially I would say in the last decade or so, uh, and you know, somewhat that's work that I've been trying to do as the party leader uh, is to kind of reach out to um, uh, to communities that we have not always been that great uh, in in reaching out to. So, for example, um, uh, newcomers to Canada, uh, young people. Uh, for for some time, the party was very focused on its kind of founding um, um, forebears, if you will, but uh, it didn't do enough really to reach out and talk uh, to, to folks about our values and, uh, and about values of social justice and about fairness uh, and uh, making sure that, you know, people who have those same values understand that they uh, have, a, have a home uh, with the NDP politically. And uh, that's, been, uh, that's been important work over the last decade or so. And, I, and I'm glad that, you know, we've had some success in that regard. Uh, but um, but again, you know, much much of the work that we do is 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 really uh, you know founded on uh, the early principles that our party have around uh, around as I said, uh, equity, uh, social justice, um, you know, universality of things like healthcare and education, um, and uh, you know the importance that uh, government plays in uh, equaling the playing field, if you will, and making sure that all people can enjoy a good life here. How difficult is it for the NDP in in modern day times to sort of hold shore up its position on social justice? For example, we see a lot of liberals talking about social justice and uh, on labor movement, the the labor issues that were a founding you know premise of the NDP. We now see a lot of the labor movements moving towards the Liberal Party because they think that the Liberals might be a better chance uh, you know to affect government policy. Certainly here in Ontario, anyway. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting that you say that, and it, it's been—it uh, certainly has been a, a little bit challenging. But I think what people uh, should should kind of take a hard look at is, after 13 years of a Liberal government, uh, how much progress has been made. And, and I can tell you, uh, not very much at all. I mean, we were joking earlier about the fact that people don't have decent work, but but people don't. I mean, over 50 percent of the people uh, in the, the GTA alone uh, cannot find uh, full-time work. I think it's like 52 percent are working part-time. Uh, we have people who are actually uh, in a situation where they're not their rights are not being protected at work. We have you know precarious work where folks are getting um, you know getting uh, situations where they don't even know when the next shift is that they're gonna uh, that they're gonna be working and they get told at the last minute where their their wages are very low. I mean uh, we've been calling now for the fifteen dollar minimum wage for quite some time. Um, the Liberals are on a track to increase the minimum wage. They just increased it last week by fifteen cents. In their process, we'll get to a $15 minimum wage over 20 years from now. <laughs> so these are the things I think people need to look at. The Liberals talk a good game when it comes to social justice and, uh, and workers' uh, issues, but uh, when they're in power, they do very, very little to change the status quo. So uh, I would, th- these are my words, you may agree or disagree, but I would say that the, the NDP, like the Conservatives to a large extent, seem to do well with voters these days when it sticks to pragmatic issues, pocketbook issues, things that affect uh, money in the family, you know, food on the table. But they start to lose voters, both Conservatives, I think, for sure, and the NDP to some extent, when they get into the ideology behind some of the, you know, the big, cloudy, high-level thinking What's that challenge like, and uh, how do you stay focused? What's the future for the NDP? Is it on the ideological side, or is it the practical side? Uh, well, you know what? I think a lot of the practical ideas that we have are rooted in um, in some of our value systems and some of the, the things that we fundamentally believe in. But you're right. I mean, what, what people care about 
is the fact that they can't they can't pay their hydro bill. Uh, they, you know, they so so we you know say that uh, as New Democrats that a big part of the problem with our electricity system is that it's been you know for the last twenty years systematically privatized by the conservatives and the liberals, and we know that that means private contracts that are being signed, very lucrative ones, both in traditional energy as well as in renewables. Uh, by the Liberal government and the Conservative government before that, that has caused our rates to go up significantly. So for us, what we're trying to say to folks is, look, the only party that, that does not believe in this kind of privatization and would not let that happen is New Democrats. But the more important thing is we need to figure out how do we turn the ship around and get people's hydro bills down and have our hydro system work in the public interest instead of the interest of, of the, the few who are making money hand over fist uh, in the energy sector. And so, uh, so again, it's a bit of a marriage of, of both, but certainly uh, people care about the things that affect and impact uh, themselves and their families. The fact that they can't get a good, uh, a decent uh, home care for their loved ones when they're, you know, when they're aging or uh, they can't, uh, uh, their, you know, their sons and daughters aren't able to find a decent job um, after they've graduated from university or college. I mean, these are the kinds of things that really weigh on people, uh, and these are the very issues uh, that new Democrats are, are fighting to change. Because, you know what, Ontario should be a place where everybody has opportunity or, or where when you work hard at school, you have a chance to actually work in your field. There's no reason why we shouldn't have an Ontario like that. Uh, and the reason that we don't at this point is because the Liberals have dropped the ball and they're not paying attention uh, to the needs of everyday families. Andrew Horvath, thank you very much for joining the program. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And get rid of that cold. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. Same to you.